Welcome to Prompt. I'm Ariel Beth Klein, and I've put together a series of interviews with people from different walks of life, all beginning with the same three prompts. Your first love, your best friend, and your untold story. Chloe is a sophomore in high school. We chatted about changing friendships, fine art, and growing up with her sisters. This episode was recorded via Skype, so the audio sounds a little different than the other episodes, but I know you're going to love it. Chloe is definitely wise beyond her years, and I really enjoyed chatting with her. Meet Chloe. Uh, so what grade are you in? I am a sophomore. So, 10th grade. <laughs> How's that going? It's going well. It's been definitely a tough year transi- transitioning from a private school environment, which is basically all Catholic and stuff. So, like, you know, in the church and everything. But now it's in public school, so a lot more kids, new environments. So it's definitely taken a big adjust, but I've slowly adjusted to it. Met some new people that I adore now, so it's great. That's great. Do you have um, any friends that you, like, still keep in touch with from your old school? Or I do. One of my good friends, she goes to a different school, but I'm still in touch with her, and I might be seeing her next weekend, and it should be great. Yay. Um, is she, like, what do you think, like, one of your best friends? Yes. And how long have you guys been friends? We've been friends since sixth grade, and I met her in sixth grade. We didn't know much about her, but then seventh grade through eighth grade, we became closer, and we're still closer to this day. Mm-hmm. And how was making, um, like, making friends in your new school? Was that different than your old one? Or? It definitely was different. I had to find, like, completely different cliques. It was really hard, but thankfully, one of my old friends from my previous school, she transferred over to the public schools and was able to help me meet new people, and um, then from there... I branched out my own. Do you are you part of any clubs that you like found friends? I did recently join a club called One Axe, which is a little theater thing within my grade level, which is a lot of fun. Our show's coming up next month, and I'm super excited, but also very nervous at the same time. But who knows how it'll go? It looks great. Is that your first time doing a theater show? Uh, not really, but it is my first theater show with One Axe, like a One Axe, which is something I'm not used to, but it's a lot of fun. And my cast is amazing, so. That's great. Yeah. Um, I've been, this is, like, kind of random, but I've been asking people um, if they have, um, like, to, to tell me about uh, their first love, like, whatever that means. Yeah. In a place, a thing, a, a event, or whatever. Mm-hmm. I'm just wondering if you have something like that. Yeah. For me, definitely, I think my first love would have to be the visual arts. Because for me, I was... N- as I was growing up, I never could stick to one thing. Like, when I was younger, I tried soccer, didn't like it. Then I put myself into cheer in middle school. And, I mean, I kind of liked it, but it was risking me some with back injuries. So I stopped that. And then one time over the summer, I tried this theater thing. And I'm like, hmm, maybe I'll give it a shot. Maybe it's not my thing. But within, like, the first time doing it, I really enjoyed it. It gave me a sense to, like, break out from any anxiety I was feeling. Because me, as a person who's really young, I have really bad anxiety. So for me to, like, basically, I guess you can say, let out my emotions through that, it helped me a lot. And it's one of those things that really helped me calm down, like, settle my nerves and just let me be mean what I wanted to be. So it's a lot of fun. That's great. Yeah. Is there, um, are, are you still pursuing that outside of the, what you're, like, the one act that you're doing now? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I'm definitely branching out to different parts of visual arts, like 
dancing I did one year when I was younger did that for like I think five or six years I can't remember exactly but it was fun while it lasted so I stopped doing dance but theater basically is just one of those things I've kind of stuck with now and I'm trying to do more of it since I didn't do it for a long time but now I'm back into it which is really exciting and are you you're acting in it yes I am <laughs> cool so it's like so interesting to me that um you can recognize anxiety in yourself because when I was your age I also had it but I didn't have the language for it yet and I was like mm-hmm. what is this thing and I had the same thing where theater kind of like let me exactly just let me calm down I was like oh I can be someone else on the stage and I can you know exactly do you remember like the first time that you saw a theater piece I think the first thing I think I can't remember what age I was but my parents had surprised me and my younger sister at the time with seeing Mary Poppins on Broadway which was like one of the first shows I ever saw on Broadway and I like loved it instantly and I remember when I was younger I think like eight or nine I had like the soundtrack and I would be like listening to the soundtrack like crazy and I would know like oh this part comes this this part comes this and I would be like a huge little nerd when it came to that so (laughs) it was exciting I love it yeah um did you so you grew up you said you have a sister yes I do I have two younger sisters What's the age gap between you guys? For me and my sister, Lila, she is 13, so that is a three-year age difference with us. And then my younger sister, Evie, she is eight, so let's do math here. <laughs> um, it is eight years. That's significant, yeah. Yeah. How was that growing up with? Growing up with Lila, since I've had her for, like, a good, strong years, it's definitely been, like, crazy at times obviously since we're sisters but like I do adore her and she's definitely an inspiration to me because there's a lot of things I would say that set apart me and Lila because Lila she'll just like say like drama for example in school she'll just like let it flow she doesn't really like give any thoughts into it for me I like worry about it so much but her she's just really relaxed she doesn't let it get to her and that's one thing I'm jealous of there's a lot of things that Lila's good at and I wish I could do but at the end of the day we're still sisters we fight sometimes <laughs> but I do love her at the end of the day so and then with Evie Evie's definitely like oh my gosh she's crazy like I have told her like multiple times if Lila and I will fight she's usually the glue that will bring us back together because she always finds some way to make make us laugh again and just forgive each other so she's definitely grown to mature a lot at eight years old wow sure. I feel like having sisters must do that though Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like a, a role model for her, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's great. Do you guys like hang out a lot or are you just kind of only? We hang out sometimes. There's a lot of things that we'll do together. Like over the summer, I think we went on a bike ride because we were going to do that. But then Lila and I got into a fight. But being Evie, she put that art furniture back together and we were able to go on that bike ride. And I was really happy that we got to do that. So that's okay. We definitely do that once in a while. And one thing I do for them is, like, going to their dance competitions and watching them support them. They might not always love them, always there, but I'm pretty sure they do. <laughs> they do, I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> is there anything that you would consider um, that it's, like, your untold story? So for people, let's see. Lots of people see me as someone, like, who's very extroverted and has a lot of friends. Because I've had, like, friends come up to me that I've made this year and say, like, oh, my gosh, you have so many friends friends like how is that possible like how the friends you're with are like the guys maybe or like you have all these guys on you or like you have so many friends but really I asked myself this recently actually and it's like do I really have a lot of friends like are they my friends 
that's one thing I've asked myself because because with someone with anxiety, someone with anxiety stuff, I tend to think like, oh, do they really like me for who I am, or do they just see me as someone that's like really outspoken and just all that? But really, for me, I get very introverted, and sometimes I feel like I'm the odd one out since they've known each other the entire lives throughout the public school life. But me, since I'm transitioning from private to public environment, it's definitely hard to keep up with now. But I'm slowly adjusting, and it's definitely getting better. But at the same time, it does hit me sometimes. But, yeah. <laughs> Do you feel like when you um, moved to public school, you, like, made yourself be more outgoing to kind of, like, make friends? or? I would think so, because I was considered the new girl, you could say. And I never had that ever, because I was in a private school for so long. I knew all these people for, like, 10-plus years. But then once I moved to public school, I'm like, oh, wait, I have to make new friends. This is going to be huge. And I have to basically be the new girl in a new school. So it's definitely going to be difficult, but I'll get through it somehow. Yeah, it's so hard to be the new. Yeah. In whatever environment. Mm-hmm. What do you think, like, what constitutes, like, what makes up, um, like, a friend for you? Like, what's the requirements? I would say definitely trust because I've had some difficulty in the past with trusting people because for me personally, my family has always said I have a big heart and I will easily give it to someone if they can like show that. But once that trust is broken from me, it's hard for me to like regain their trust and just like be open to them as I was. So trust is definitely a big one. Loyalty for sure. Like, obviously you want a loyal friend because that's like the best thing you can get from someone. And definitely someone who understands what you're going through. I mean, sure, there's some points where people don't understand exactly, but as long as they get a sense of what they're going through, it makes a a whole lot better. So. Yeah. Do you have any, you also can totally not answer any questions, but I'm just wondering if you have any stories that like, someone that like an example of someone that like was a really good friend to you um yeah I'm not gonna say their name but I had this friend who I've known for like a good I think few years now and we were really close and like something like I think this year possibly something happened I don't know exactly what happened between us like I think it was just because we weren't communicating as much as we did and like I'm not happy that it happened I'm just confused of why it happened But, like, my mom has always told me friends come and go, and that's one thing I've always, like, understood. It took me a while to get, but now I'm finally understanding it. But sometimes when, like, to me personally now, when friends distance from me, it's always basically a new bridge for, like, new opportunities with different people. Like, you can communicate with people you haven't, like, spoken to within a while. Like, I recently connected with someone I haven't talked to in a while, and it was one of the best things ever. And... I'm really happy that I reconnected with her because I haven't talked to her in, like, six years, I think, and I missed her a lot, so it was good to talk to her again, and we're best friends again, so I'm really happy about that. Did you know her from school previously? I did. She went to my school in second grade, but then she had to move in third, and we didn't really talk as much when she moved, but we, like, saw each other once in a while since she was distanced, but it didn't really, like, flow as it used to. And plus we were young, so it made sense. But then, like, I think, like, eighth, seventh grade, we just sort of parted after something had happened between the both of us. And it was really sad because I, like, was so happy to reconnect with her. But then, like, something happened and we're like, oh, wait, this happened? 
so it was really sad but then we reconnected talked to each other again and then here we are talking yet again so hopefully it doesn't get messed up but yeah hope yeah yeah it's so hard when when people we drift from each other but sometimes you know there's this one quote that I can't remember I'm gonna mess it up but like it was basically like people like if you're meant to like be in each other's lives like you'll find each other again down the line that's kind of something that I Mm -hmm. I personally vibe with (laughs) um so what's like a day in the life of like if you're gonna go do something exciting with your friends like 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 what's like an ideal weekend for you for me personally, I <laughs> yeah. just it depends like on what we want to do, but normally shopping is like the go to because it just gives a chance to like catch up and just like see what we both like, like what's our interest like these days. And like I was at the mall like a couple weeks ago with my friend who has a different school environment and I got to see her and I was really happy because she was home for the weekend. And we just like hung out and I introduced her to new places and she really enjoyed it. So it's one thing that brought us closer, obviously. But we have a lot of inside jokes, a little too many, I think. <laughs> Never. But, yeah, it's good. Okay. Yeah, so shopping is usually the go-to. Yeah. And then being me with like the visual arts, like sometimes if I if they feel like it, I'll do like a little photo session with them. Just like go around my town and just like take photos inside my own camera or just use my phone. So that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So photography and acting mm-hmm. are your top visual arts that you yeah. like? That one and definitely painting for like my anxiety. This painting I recently picked up more last year and it was one of the best things for me. What's your favorite thing to paint? That's tough, but I think I would have to go with scenery recently because that one like lets me to at least use the whole canvas and just like express what like, I want to get out or whatever. My most recent piece was for my grandmother who recently passed and like it just hit me that like it took me an entire month to like paint but it was worth it completely because in the end it looked really nice and my grandfather he really enjoyed it so I have it hanging in my room almost every day it's not hanging right now but <laughs> I have it with me and it's one of my favorite pieces I've done so far so that's really cool I'm always jealous of people who can paint. I, like, I love to watercolor, but I'm not good at it. <laughs> like, probably another flower today. I'm <laughs> always paint the same thing. That's awesome. If you could give advice to, like, your younger self, what would you tell yourself? Ooh, lots of things, because I did a lot of crazy stuff when I was younger. Um... Don't be so sensitive to the small things, honestly, because when I was younger, I would always cry over the smallest thing. Like, when someone called me stupid, I would I thought that was a bad word, and I would cry, and I would, like, it was just so bad. But, yeah, just don't take the small things, like, so sensitively, because I was always crying about the small things. Like, even if, like, someone, like, made fun of me, just, like, the smallest joke I would, like, cry about. It's, like, I don't know why I was so sensitive. I still am to this day. But just, I shouldn't take the small things so sensitive to heart. Sure. I was the same. I think I, was still, I think I still am the same. I'm very, very sensitive. And I've kind of tried to reframe that um, sensitivity is a superpower. Yeah. In a way. Mm-hmm. Also, I tell myself at least to get through it. <laughs> yeah. That's so cool. Do you have... um? an idea of what you want to be when you 
grow up. Like, that's a lame way of saying it, but you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, yeah, for me, definitely something with, like, I guess you can say medical, like, occupational therapy and stuff. Because with anxiety and stuff, I'm always trying to figure out, like, new ways to, like, you know, control my breath and just leave any, like, anxiety or incoming panic attacks I may have. Especially this year, I've, like, grown to know my anxiety a lot more. Not, like, in the best way possible, but just, like, know what's going on. So I think just definitely knowing from that and, like, what ways I can incorporate some things just to, like, control my breathing or help, like, kids even younger who may be struggling with those kind of stuff. Like, in today's world, I feel like there's, like, there's just so much anxiety with, like, everything going on in the world and just, like, like, why is this our generation? Like, why is it this way lately? It's, like, never been this corrupt, you could say. But yeah, definitely like helping some kids or even adults that like are struggling with anxiety of like how to like control it and just take a breather once in a while. Because it sometimes it's hard for people to like catch their breath, like and from speaking from experience and just being able to take a deep breath and just relaxing for more than like five minutes, you could say. Because for me definitely it's hard to like, you know, get under control for like five minutes and then I'm fine. But you never know. Yeah. How did you learn, um, like, your anxiety coping mechanisms? Did you just discover them as you go, or did someone teach it to you? In the beginning, when I was first going through, I believe in fifth grade, when I first started, my teachers started noticing it, they said to take, like, some deep breaths. And I started doing that, and it slowly helped in the beginning. But then, as I got older, it started getting more frequent. So I was like, okay, this is probably not the best method for me right now. So my parents had decided, okay, well, let's see if we can put her into something to, like, clear her mind or just, like, take small breaks when you're doing, like, work or whatever and see if that will clear her mind. But clearly that wasn't the answer for me by taking small breaks because my mind is constantly running. Yeah. So by putting myself into, like, things I love, it cleared my mind. Like, theater was definitely one of those things that cleared my mind. Doing stuff like photography and just like painting that definitely cleared my mind and it just like made me forget of like oh I have this going on tomorrow oh wait but definitely helped that's so great I'm so so happy to hear that yeah you feel comfortable talking about it because I didn't until very very recently so Mm -hmm. I think that's an amazing strength even just to recognize that yeah that's great do you is that something that you like talk to your friends about or is it more just like you handle it when you need to handle it when it comes right to tell my friends of what's going on, I'll tell them. It definitely comes down to, like, who I'm telling. Like, I have very few people that I tell because, one, I either trust them or just they understand, like, what I've gone through, especially this year mm-hmm. and stuff. So, yeah. Okay. It all comes down to, like, who I'm telling because everything comes back to you some way to haunt you or even just, like, I guess you could say heal you, but it just really comes down to who I'm telling. Yeah, I was just wondering if you were, if um, you're, you know, like I know that I don't, like I, first of all, no one has to know your business ever, even yeah. if just friends and your closest people. I was just wondering because I know that um, some of my friends are like helped me through it. Do you have any other passions in life that you haven't talked about yet? I'm so curious. I don't know, because, like, visual arts is definitely, like, one of those things, like, I've recently enjoyed. Yeah. But there's, like, so many other things, like, I want to try, like, maybe, like, I do sing off side, usually, just, like, not, like, publicly, but sometimes if there's, like, family events, 
my mom's side of the family is always trying to get like some of us to like sing or whatever and I'm like oh they'll pull me and my sisters aside but I'm like I don't want to do it but recently I did that and maybe like recording something with um someone would be pretty cool just to like see what that's like and see if I'm like interested into that kind of stuff just once in a while if I have time to do it but it definitely would be something cool to try out since I'm not really the best when it comes to reaching out my voice and letting people hear me but it would be interesting yeah do what people think and how it makes you feel right yeah that's so brave oh, I wish I could sing for people <laughs> yeah I've only done it for family but it's worth it yeah you said that you found some people at your new school that like yeah. kind of find to you're starting to find your groove with that mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Are those people different than your previous best friends, or what kind of people do you, like, find yourself? Some aspects of them remind me of my friends from my old school, and some of them don't, but they definitely have their ways in stuff. I definitely will say that this school has definitely showed me, like, a lot, but also transitioning from, like, elementary school to, like, high school, it's definitely showed me of, like, who people are and, like, I guess you could say, like, their, I guess, outlook on how they are to people mm-hmm. are. So, I would probably just say, like, just, like, showing, like, who they want to be in front of people. Like, there's some people that I've met this year that have this, like, reputation to be, like, I guess you can say the stereotypical, like, popular geek or just, like, athletic kid or just someone who's always getting to fight someone getting into like stuff they shouldn't with an innocent reputation like for me when I first transitioned one of my friends who's one of my good friends today he often will joke around and say like oh you're seen as innocent because you came from a private school and I say yes that may seem right but do you really think I'm innocent like sure maybe I'll want to step out of my innocent comfort zone and try something risky but at the end of the day I'll still have my innocent I guess look it just depends on who who I want to be and high school definitely changes who you are and that's one of the things and like going to college it definitely will determine if you want to be when you're older like do you really want to be someone that's like always talking about others or do you really want to be someone that's just terrible just to talk bad about someone or even just like do things that you know you shouldn't but you do it anyways because you're peer pressure to do it and lots of kids because they've seen me so innocent recently they'll push me to do things that they know I shouldn't but being me innocent and stuff I'll just say no I don't feel comfortable doing this because that's not me that's not me as a person I'm not going to do something that makes me uncomfortable and if they have a problem with that I just say well that's who I am so I you can't really change me, so...